smartcast you are listening to a mint production brought to you by hd smartcast hello listeners welcome to the latest episode of why not mint money i'm your host jash kriplani opening a pms or ai account which would usually take several days is now seeing reduced timelines thanks to the digitalization of the entire process how this process is slowly getting adopted what are its benefits and issues that still need to be ironed out to talk on this i'm joined today by milan ganatra who's the founder of one silver bullet which is offering these services to pms and ai companies Welcome to Why Not Mint Money, a personal finance podcast where we help you understand basic money concepts and share strategies for you to build your wealth. So let's get started with your money journey. Hi Milan, welcome to the latest episode of Why Not Mint Money. We wanted to chat with you Milan today to basically understand how PMS and AIF client onboarding has been changing in recent period. If you can tell us a bit more about that. Okay, uh thanks Josh for having me over and uh, I've been part of the industry for a very very long time right. and uh, been a technology vendor for a long time and I've experienced this uh, absolutely was a manual process. which is uh, very heartening to see some level of adoption of digital you know digitization right. uh, i would still underline the word some you know and not really say that oh it's we fully digitized yeah there is some level of adoption clients are not now willing to sign too many documents right. and they wanting to say, can i really can I, can they really do the at least the onboarding piece digitally so yeah there is some level of adoption still we've got long long way to go right. that's my personal read on that but what is the process now as far as digital onboarding is concerned how does that work if you can take us through that okay so right now digital onboarding which is there it's more of an assisted mode for the moment okay okay, okay. and there are some of the pmss and distributors who are working on the diy mode but we still okay. at the early stage of that so when i say assisted mode uh, usually pms is is sold via distributor or advised by a wealth manager you know so usually that's that is what happens so they are the point of contact with the customer uh, or the investor so they would actually uh, fetch all the information which are required from the client obviously there is a consent required to take his data from ckyc or kra or both uh so which is where a usual client consent is taken via an explicit explicit email or via an otp you know so that's that's a consent so that there is minimal amount of information which is required or the documentation documents required from the client so okay. the wealth manager or a distributor is taking that information from the investor okay. uh, uh and uh, and then the then the journey starts while the wealth manager or a distributor would keen all the information including the uh, consent of fetching the data from ckyc kra right. and uh, after the information has been is been kind of captured uh, right. the information flows into the to the asset manager or a pms provider or an aif right. so that we can do certain checks and validations one very right. important checks and validation is to do an aml check on every okay. customer Okay. So the next step is to do an AML check, so making sure that the investor is not flouting any regulations or is blacklisted by SEBI okay. or any 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 of the authorities. Uh, and then it, the process flows to choosing which custodian this application needs to go through because some of the PMS providers have tie-ups with multiple custodians, and which is right. where uh, they need to uh, kind of 
choose the custodian which uh, they will process this application to and uh, obviously the client's consent and uh, the consent on the fees which is still a process which is to be returned by the customer now there is obviously a gray area where sebi says it should be returned and some of us are yes. saying it should be hand returned and somebody should say saying it should be typed or returned because both right. mean the same so right. explicitly returned by the client saying he's understood the fees and uh, a live photo because while we're opening a pms account uh, onboarding is done there right. is one more very critical thing which is also done along with that it is opening of a dematerialized account or a dmat account or right. you know right so it's not just opening of a pms it's not just onboarding on a pms but also opening his dmat account and also right. empowering or giving a power of attorney to the portfolio right. manager to operate that account on behalf of the client you know that's another sure. very important factor sure. and thanks to the it act a uh, couple of months back which was a process where power of attorney was required to be to be wet signed right. now no longer that is required so that's a big relief that is digitally signed the customer finally digitally signs the, sure. the set of documents and which are a large bulk of them so just to give you an idea some of the documents which are required to onboard a pms client includes an application form includes right. an agreement between the portfolio manager and the client right. includes power of attorney given by the client in favor of the pms provider sure. and also a dem or opening a dmat account application form and right. then it requires various declarations and supporting documents sure. uh, which are digitally captured and digitally signed by the client uh, which then eventually gets submitted to the custodian again digitally right. so that the custodian in turn can open a dmat account on behalf of the client and empowering the portfolio manager to operate that account so that's right. the final leg of it uh which is also uh let's say a platform like one solo billet is integrated with all the top or the all the key distribute custodians who are uh who matter uh, so there are six of them who are primarily uh having a bulk of the pms uh, uh pms custody operations six of right. them there are a couple of them more but they are they do not have any significant uh, uh significant amount of pmss with them sure. so the custodian kind of authorizes approves and in turn a dmat account is opened which is required to start the operations or start investing into pmss and obviously sure. there is a last leg which is required is the funding which is uh funding the account or 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 the the money movement from the clients or the investors bank account into the asset managers bank account now right. this is also done digitally uh-huh. uh, but that adoption is not high for the moment of funding the account because usually the as you're aware the minimum ticket size for a pms is 50 lakhs and uh, for an aif it is 1 crore but the drawdown is much lower but uh-huh. some of the cl- some of the investors do not have a high internet banking limits which right. causes uh these payments to move i would say outside the digital platform and done okay. uh, okay. so so that's so this is so we're working uh, as one solo bullet to solve this uh, resolve this issue as well sure. uh yeah so 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 the the process requires four touch points one just to reiterate initiated yeah. by the distributor or a wealth manager right. that's point 1 
right it flows into the the documents and the application flows to the asset manager that is a pms or an ai provider right then it needs the consent or the is and the e signature or the digital signature of the investor sure and in case of pms additionally it needs to flow to the custodian to open a dmat account in case of aif it is not required sure. in case of aif it is required that it flows to the to the trustee for their digital signature as well right so uh in this there are several steps which happen in background like penny drop aml check right uh, Sure. those are those are background uh, validations which which do happen right. to ensure that uh, these applications uh, and the documents are completely compliant to the uh, sebi regulation sure. as well as the stamping or uh, of or, or using a stamp paper yeah. or a digital stamp depending upon the state of the pms or an ai provider right. where these stamp papers are either, either pre procured Yeah. Uh, by the asset manager, or a digital stamp is obtained real time when an application is received. That depends upon the state of the portfolio manager or an or an AIF provider. In right. case of Maharashtra, it is pre-procured, very where the bulk of the portfolio managers exist. Yeah. Uh, states like Delhi, Gujarat, Karnataka, Tamil Nadu, uh, where a a digital stamp paper uh, can be procured while an application. Right. is received so 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 it depends upon the state of the portfolio manager if you can also you know tell us how much time it would have taken earlier in the physical mode compared to in the digital mode what are the timelines now have they reduced and by how much have they reduced okay so obviously the time lag uh, the time taken in the historical the physical or the manual way yeah. is insanely high because it's a very iterative process between the the distributor the customer and the portfolio manager and the custodian because typically it requires like close to 50 60 initials right. uh 8 10 anywhere between 8 to 12 full signatures right uh and if there are joint holders you just multiply right uh into 2 or 3 depending upon the number of joint holders uh right. depending on the product pms are only pms in pms you could have three joint holders in ifc you can technically have only two joint holders so you you're talking about 100 initials you're talking about 25 25 30 signatures uh there is very good chances where somebody is going to miss something and it's going to run into an iterative process so typically the timeline to do this was anywhere between 7 days to 30 days uh, uh because there is a physical movement of paper everywhere right and then it if you miss something it goes back and right. it, it goes back into the whole loop right, okay right uh so that's that's point number 1 Yeah. Right. Right. Uh, so that's come down to a day's time, or even less than a day's time. Okay. Uh, that really, really depends upon the custodian. Technically, uh, if the customer is the investor is ready, yeah, uh, the whole process can get over in less than hour, one hour's time. You know. Okay. Uh, okay. Yeah. Right. Uh, because uh, in some cases, uh, some of us are not fully integrated with the custodians. Say, let's say as yeah. one has been. with three odd custodians where the data flows into the custody system of a, for opening a dmat account digitally so that they don't have to rekey the information in that right. scenario it can typically happen in an hour or two uh, right. so that's be pretty quick right. and yeah so it's uh, it's it's come down dramatically from i would say between 7 to 30 days to Right. Uh, a day's time thanks for chatting with us today and you know explaining us the various nuances of how the digital onboarding process works what are the benefits of this and yeah what are some of the challenges still out there and hopefully they can be ironed out in the days to come thank you listeners for joining us today 
If you liked this episode and would like to hear to more such interesting conversations, do log into our channel Why Not Mint Money on Spotify, where you'd always find me omnipresent. Also, if you have any new ideas or suggestions, you can DM me on Twitter. My Twitter handle is at the rate Jash Kriplani. That is J A S H K R I P L A N I. You can always reach out to us over the email. Our email ID is mintmoney at the rate livemint dot com. This was a Mint production brought to you by HD Smartcast. HD Smartcast.